When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Purple Daily listeners, Purple Daily business owners, Federated is here to help you. Federated just wants to say thanks to all local businesses in and around the state of Minnesota. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. Visit FederatedInsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during this pandemic. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun, crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. How are we doing, Patrick? To quote Frank Broyles, where is the safety man? <laughs> where is the safety man? We need a safety man. You can't start the season with two safety men. <laughs> They're about to. Don't tell them that. Ha ha ha's floating around. Let's ha-ha. get ha. Clinton Dix is out there. Ha ha's exactly only right? twenty seven. Let's go here. Ha ha must be cooked. He's either bouncing he's around cooked, now. He's, he's either cooked or they don't. They don't. They don't have a million bucks to give him or something. I don't know about that. Yeah, two safety men and that's it. That's, they better not have a guy get hurt on okay. Sunday. Maybe one of those eleven defensive linemen can play safety. Eleven. <laughs> I saw your tweet. He's got eleven. Out of 53. That's, it's uh, that's, him, man. That's a little top-heavy, isn't it? What do you expect? He doesn't want to give away one of them who might have a chance to play four plays before his career's over, right? Seven receivers, 11 D linemen. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, the, it's interesting. Everything's different, though, because you're what we used to call the taxi squad, whatever the hell they call it now, mm-hmm. a practice squad. They're like... They're like on your roster now, right? I mean, you can just pop on Sunday morning. You can put them on the yeah. There's sixteen guys on it too, and sixteen guys, and you can activate them, right? Yes. So they got a couple of safeties there. So I would imagine, and I what I read, you can activate them only a twice. Yes, not consecutive weeks. Right. You can only activate them twice, not consecutive weeks, and then a third time they got to go on your roster. Okay. Who came up with this plan? Who do you think? I'm sure Goodell and the boys did. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's it. Sounds like. Something. But you're right. You you have flexibility now, and, and I think you can also sign four veterans to your practice squad, which you could never do previously. Did I see the Jones? Is that the lineman? Is that the the lineman that got signed on the practice squad? Is that Brent Jones? Oh yeah. He's forty. This- yeah, he's like my age. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 a thirty year old vet. And he's on the practice squad. It's a pandemic, man. We're changing things around. Yeah, yes. But, so, but so, the so guys, he's a center. Yes. So the guys got to take pandemic practice squad money too, right? 
That's a good question. I I'm don't know sure how they're compensating they, those guys. That's I, a, that's, I wonder if the, I wonder if they're taking practice squad money. But you can pay practice well, squad guys had, more. You know what it is in the NFL. If they can screw you. They will. <laughs> they will. Yes, that's true. How about you? Riley Reef? Yeah, man, did they back him into a corner yeah, and beat him take, up? Had to take five, right? He's getting five. He was yeah. supposed to get twelve or something. Yeah, he's supposed to get ten something. He's getting five something. Wow! But they, man, they waited until the last second when no one else would take him and said, "Take what we're offering you, or you're you're gone." Yeah. Well, and and, and everybody, yeah. everybody is frightened of taking on anything because nobody's going to have any money next year. How many times have I said to you, "Why do these guys pay union dues"? I don't, I don't I would never pay the union. I don't tell know. them buzz off. To me, you know, I I've said it many times, many many times. Goodell is fining people and suspending people and was doing all that crap for the last 5 years to get the players focused on let's let's get some neutral arbitration here on this stuff instead of getting guaranteed contracts and money. And meanwhile, Okay, we now going to have our, our arbitration of some degree for suspensions, but if you hold out day one, you don't get a year <laughs> you know, of service time. You know, you might. Which one of those is the most important? You know, you might be right. Oh yeah, it, I said that all along. He's just yeah. he's making up all these idiotic suspensions uh, because of uh, uh, you know was. Because he wanted them to that to become a how big does, negotiating point. How, how does the most successful sport in America be the only sport without guaranteed contracts, including my game? Yeah, like hockey, you get guaranteed. I mean, hockey, guaranteed. They can, hockey, they can do some stuff. Two way, yeah, they can do. But it's yeah, they're but they're yeah. going to get their money. Yes. What? Uh, by the way, to switch topics to hockey, what's that salary cap going to be next year? Um, I think I saw thirteen dollars and seventy five cents. <laughs> did they not? They did they just sign something that then gave them some yes. guarantee of yes. what they're going to get next they year? They signed an they extension a, of the CBA. They so then so then they're not going to get cut back. They're going to get cut next year, but not as bad as they Correct. would get cut. Yeah, I think Bettman having... basically said either sign this extension or I'm going to screw you so hard you won't recognize your payday. Yes, but I mean. So if you're Zach Parisi, mm-hmm. uh, you got a guaranteed contract. There's nothing. There's even if, if they cut the salary cap twenty percent, you can't do anything to him, right? Right. Although they lose, these guys have been losing for years now since I think the last CBA. Oh, that escrow. The escrow. So, so they don't they don't get what we think they're getting. Yeah, because so, Zach. But the cap, you're right about. The I cap. mean, the escrow is damn near twenty percent, right? Yes, and I think they I think that's what they threatened them with. I think they said if you don't sign the CBA We're extension, take more it's going to be more escrow. Yeah, which and, basically keeps the teams afloat and screws the players. And everybody, everybody pays into the escrow too. I mean, even if you're a mm-hmm. puny guy playing fifteen games so. a year or yeah, something like it's that, it's less, but so. yes. Anyhow, well, uh, the Vikings. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's, it's it's a weird looking roster, but uh, when you look around in the division, how do they not win the division? That's what we were saying. I I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, I, I think mean, they Cousins do. just has to be okay. Yeah, and the offense is is fine. I think. Oh yeah, Diggs being gone hurts a little bit, but it's still going to be okay. Yeah, who's uh, you know the uh, they're they're proving that uh, they they're trying to prove that uh, wide receivers grow uh, you know are a dime a dozen right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and they got digs in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. So, like, their their contention is that they can find these guys without them being necessarily. So, who's the one we're hot for? BC. Do we like BC? Yeah, we like BC. We like Thielen. We like BC and Jefferson, who, who they did take in the first round in April. Do we like what? He's not a burner, though, right? No, no. He's a slot guy. He, he wasn't. I think that he took ninety, like ninety five percent of the snaps he took last year in college were from the slot. And so Thielen is going to probably have to play outside, but that's why people like BC because BC can play outside. Yeah, you need uh, you need some fella. But they still there. got Dalvin. Yeah. They're screwing him good, but they yeah, still got Dalvin. Ah, uh, he's going to get hurt. Well, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying he's really going to get say, hurt? Or are you saying say, he's wink, wink, going to get hurt? I'm not. I'm going to say if he gets a turned ankle. Yep. It ain't going to be. I'm playing next week. Is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, saying he's going to invent an injury, but if there's something that hurts, uh, well, he won't be in a hurry to play with it. Right? My contention about your guy, Hunter, is the exact same thing. I don't think he practiced in training camp, not because he's hurt badly, but because he said, look at my contract. Why should I go out there and yes, hump it for yeah. you guys? I'll, uh, I don't disagree I'll with tr- that philosophy. I'll try to get some. Has he practiced yet? As far as we know, and now practices are closed, as far as we know, he has not, and I believe the first injury report comes out Wednesday. So we'll finally find out oh, they, what's wrong. Oh, they're going to have to. So they the deal to. is you can watch practices in what's called training camp. Yes, sir. But then when the regular season starts, and this is a regular season week, mm-hmm. you can't watch practices, but they ha- but during training camp, they don't have to give you any injury information. Correct. Just who practiced and who didn't, or don't they even have to give you they that? They don't have to give you that. So you gotta. So you've got to you mark make, off the roster. Okay. The they roster don't have to marks. give you anything. They yes, until Wednesday when they have to tell you who practices, how much, and what is wrong with them. And then Friday they gotta tell you who's in, out, or uh, you know probable. Yeah, what we're a, we're down to what now? They they changed a couple of years ago. Is it they got rid of probable? So, so now so I think it's question, questionable, out, questionable or, or and there might be a third one now. There might not be. Well, probable would then be giving, then would give everybody, make everybody alert to say, well, there must have been something wrong with him then. Yes. So they don't do probable. So anymore. they got rid of probable. Yeah. Okay. They don't want to give you the expectation hand. is is if if you were probable, you were going to play. So why confirm a guy's going to play? Yeah. Well, or indicate that he'd been. That there had been something wrong with him, and now we know that he's probably the NFL is great. Yeah, oh, they are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so how's, so we'll find uh, out how's Zim World and how how their guys been for the? Have you listened to a lot of their zooms? I've listened to a few of their zooms, not a lot. And uh, are they as uh, uninformative as the twin zooms? Oh yeah. Well, Zim Zim Live was not going to tell you much, so. It's, Zim on Zoom maintains the persona of Zim live at a press conference, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, he's great. Or, yeah, he's not. No, I don't know. We'll see. Phrases like that. Oh, by the way, we're getting at the time of day here where we're going to get a Twins lineup, right? I think we have one, actually, uh, for is, game one of the is, doubleheader. Is the uh, very productive designated hitter in the lineup? Yes, Nelson Cruz is oh, okay. in the All lineup right. after then, a two-day uh, absence. Then uh, the uh, fans were yesterday, the, the twins aren't telling the truth about Nelson Cruz. So, well, okay. I mean, I left a... They often, uh, they often aren't telling the truth, but uh, in this case, okay, that's good. So, uh, yeah, the Vikings, I, I don't know. 
I just don't feel it, baby. Even a, even a non, non-football guy like me usually has a little anticipation. Uh, I was going to but ask uh, about that. No. I don't feel it. I don't know. I don't even know when. We're playing the Packers, right? And we kick yeah. off at noon. Yeah, it's Packer week. And then we kick off at noon? Yes. In front yeah. of no fans. Um, I never thought I would say this, but I actually missed the preseason in not having at least a game or two yes. to sort of lead yes. you up to this. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought, you know, you, since you're not having any fans, but there should have been one, shouldn't have there? So you could have seen somebody. If uh, What's that? Yeah, one exhibition game. Oh. I don't think there was. There wasn't. I mean, there wasn't, but I I think you should have one. Don't, don't you want to find out if these guys you think look good in practice? It would have been nice, yes. Yeah, can make a play in the field. Yes. I mean, but it's gotten to be like baseball, too. I think very few of the decisions are made by what they see in exhibitions, right? Yeah, I, I it's mean, practice, they, basically. They, yeah. But, but the problem see. is that that ordinarily extends <laughs> like to the OTAs then yes. and the June camp, yeah. and there's yeah. none of that. None of that, yeah. Old time. I wrote a piece for today on uh, the uh, the five training camps up in Bemidji, and a uh, little different world then. Seven. How long were they there? Seven. Uh, the first year they reported July eighth and left September first. You're kidding. No. And uh, they uh, they played five exhibition games the first year. I think there's a couple of years in there where they played six, and then but they uh, then. How far is that from the Twin Cities, Bemidji? Two forty, but uh, back then, yep, you didn't have you didn't have ninety four to take you up and then take a right turn and go up. Yeah, I mean, you kind of had to kind of wind your way up there then. So it was a good, it was a good uh, four and a half, five hours probably driving through the. So woods, they would bust back and, down to the airport, fly to the road uh, preseason games, yeah. and then bust back up there. Well. Uh, they would fly out of Bemidji, okay, because their roster weren't that huge. This kid John Vinji, who I actually covered at St. Cloud State as a running back, but he was a ball boy up there. He was from Two Harbors, but his dad was a Bemidji guy and was in, so he worked for Stubby. And uh, he said the first flight he ever took, it was he didn't think they were going to get over the pine trees and the and the. <laughs> Because they, you know, they had like fifty football players on there, and then they had all the equipment on there. Yeah. And it was an old clunky old plane, and he said he was going down that runway, and he said, "I don't think this is going to get up." And he said it was a cleared the pine trees down at the end of the runway by about five feet. You know, oh, you kidding? So they were they'd fly them in and out, uh, but they'd bus them from. I don't think when they went to the. I, I don't. I don't think they took everybody when they went to the. You know, back then the regulars in an exhibition game would play three quarters, right? All from game one to game five, and then they would practice twice a day and hit for two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. I asked Jim Mars. I said, "How come you guys all didn't get a hit?" He said, "We weren't trying to hurt each other." He said, "We, you know, he said we were just bumping, and you know, it wasn't like you know you weren't guys trying to make the team and come up and." You know, run over people, and yeah, I mean they don't do much hitting anymore. But you'll you'll see the you know the kid from TCU's undrafted guy to try to come up and rock somebody. He said we didn't we didn't really try to hit each other. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, he had a good line. He said Van Brocklin called him in once and and uh, said, "Okay, here's a list of the guys I want you to keep these guys out of trouble this year." You know, oh, to Marshall. He thought they were Marshall. He said. He said, 
I kept him out of trouble by trying to keep everything I knew away from Norm. (laughs) (laughs) But Norm was like insane, you know, he was insane. So he just, they just beat the, his idea was the all-time football coach. Yeah. Who's tough enough to, who's tough enough to survive. Apparently in 62, he was just insane. Trying to run off all the old guys and, and stuff like that. And he was, uh, you know, he was the reigning MVP mm-hmm. and was not yet 35 years old and signed to be a coach here. Why did he? Do- I don't know. What was that Money, about? probably. Money. They were, you know, your reigning MVP and probably been was making the Eagles or the Rams, right? Eagles. Yeah they, yeah, they beat the Packers. They beat Lombardi in the 1960 championship right. game. Yeah. Van Brocklin was the MVP. And, uh, you know. Uh, Jerry Reichow said he couldn't run three steps. He said it's the the last, you know, the classic pocket passer. Never, wouldn't try to run three steps. Great arm. And that's why when he got Francis and Francis started running <laughs> around like crazy, running around like a maniac, uh, uh, eventually that, or those two egomaniacs didn't get along too well. That's your, he, uh, it wasn't, you know, he and Klobuchar got a, the Bemidji Pioneer did a nice series about eight, nine years ago on the the part, three parts. And they had the details of the Klobuchar, uh, Jim Klobuchar uh, fight with Van Brocklin at the Jack Steakhouse, which was out in the woods, seven or eight miles from town, five miles from town, mm-hmm. where that's where Van Brocklin and the coaches drank and Klobuchar drank apparently too. And, but the... Uh, but before that, apparently this, this former, he quoted, they, they quoted this former Bemidji state football player, a guy named Bob Nelson, who's was in the bar and ran Brocklin and he, and he went over to say hello to his wife and she was down at the end of the bar. He was talking football with somebody and she went down there and she says, guess who was just harassing me and Ben Brocklin, you know? So then I, before he had a chance to confront Van Brocklin, Van Brocklin must have figured out he was the the wife of the woman and came over and like kneed him in the back of the knee and they had a little verbal altercation and then ten minutes later he and Klobuchar were fighting. Apparently Norm threw him I know to a table and stuff. It was a really they hated each other though. I mean the Klobuchar, Klobuchar kind of wrote from an expert's point of view and norm was one of those guys that yeah football people don't like if, that if you didn't play you ain't telling me what i did wrong you know and and uh it was uh you know i i can't ever remember that i mean i'd read the stories but reichow said clovey would always have something in there that irritated the hell out of norm and then norm and him and you know mf each other after a practice or something like that so and yeah, I mean, but he was he was just crazy. My friend Frankie Highland from the Atlanta Journal, uh, you know, he he hit the hat trick down in uh, in Atlanta as a as a beat reporter. Mm-hmm. He had Aaron push a, a carton of strawberries in his face in the clubhouse one day. Uh, during it was Georgia Fruit Night, you know, and they had the the, the fruit producers, yeah. and there was some, and Aaron was mad at something, and he threw put strawberries in his face, and Pete Maravich threatened to shoot him in Sport Magazine, yeah, <laughs> and then 
Van Brocklin one night, you know, he Frank wore his hair long and and uh, Norm made some homophobic slurs and they were at dinner mm-hmm. and uh, with the kind of that those Friday night, Saturday night dinners that they, they would have, you know, and even right. Norm would show up. And he started calling him, yeah, you're, you know, Francis or something like that. He started calling him and he said, Frankie said, I might be Francis, but you're still a loser. And Whoa. Norman reached over the table. Frank had a tie on and he was choking him, choking him with his tie. And Frankie said, you're still a loser. <laughs> Before they broke him up. So, uh, you know, whiskey was involved by both parties. Yeah, I'm sure it was in the Klobuchar one, too. Yeah, well, Frankie liked his whiskey, too, for sure. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, crazier than Udall. We had him for five years, six years, six years, 60s. Wait, yeah, 66. Yeah. Because Bud came in in 67. And, uh, and then right after that, Ren Blair. Who was insane too? You had, we had. But like, he was more of a character that was fun, well, right? But, uh, but he was well, nuts. He was nuts. He was insane. <laughs> Every season, the Olsons would gather on their dock. With all the weeds and muck, no one would go into the water except for neighbor Larry, who would stand in there to cool off amongst the thick weeds. Hey, neighbors, Larry. But this season, the Olsons dropped a few aquaside pellets into their lakefront. After just one application, the water was crystal clear. And turns out, neighbor Larry is a free spirit and a fan of. Skinny dipping. Hey, neighbors. Oh, my. Who nude? New. Clear your lake or pond completely. Visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. He was, I mean, he he got him up there in Halliburton and yeah, was, tried, to, was a great tried, to, tried to run the thing, uh, you know. Poor Gump just was trying to drink beers while they were yeah. running. But, I mean, it's, it's it, there's probably, of, of the thousands of things that have changed in sports, Coaches have changed more than anybody. Oh, yeah. Right? I They've mean, had to. I mean, yeah. But not just now. I mean, yeah. for 30 years you had to. I mean, Denny Green at his worst could never be as big an idiot as Norm Van Brocklin was. You know? I mean, he was here and in Atlanta. You know? There were so... Back then, there were so many tyrants, though. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just, to your point, they're just crazy. Yeah. Well, Bear Bryant, why is he honored? Because he took the Junction Boys at Texas A&M yep. to uh, some place out in the middle of nowhere in at Texas A&M. Took the Aggies out there and out in the middle of nowhere in the heat of summer in Texas. And we went up there with 60 guys and we came back with 30. Yay, Bear! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay, Bear. Yeah. Let's get, get them up there and beat no wa- the crap No water, no nothing. Other. No, no. Yeah, well... Uh, Bud wasn't a water guy, you know, for a long was anybody number back, of years. Was Bud anybody wasn't back a water then? guy. Was, were any of the, those guys? I don't know. I would doubt it. I don't know. You know, I mean, like the golfers wouldn't start practice till they didn't play a game each year until about the 15th of September. So they probably didn't start practice till the middle of August. We never really heard about that. But the, the heat of Mankato was always a story. And uh, and Bud was basically, yeah, they're, you know, when you go back and look, yeah, no water breaks for this team. We're going to make each other tough. Although Bud didn't practice him that hard, you know. Right. They love Bud. The guys that, 
the guys that left were left over from Van Brocklin. Oh, they must have thought it was they, they thought it Club Med. Children's it called was a picnic because Bud Bud was as bored as they were. <laughs> he didn't want to be. Well, there. Bud would go down late, right? Yeah, they'd, they'd start late in Mankato. They, they'd start late August first sometimes. Yeah. Once he once he had a veteran team where he, had, you know, look at his first six years there. He had the, you know, twenty two starters. Nineteen of them were the same guy you had last year. Every yeah. year, every year they didn't change forever. You know, if you wanted to beat out Wally Hilgenberg, you, you know Matt Blair had to. Matt Blair and Freddie McNeil had to play behind Hillenberg and Mooney Winston for about four years each. You know, mm-hmm. so that was you know, Bud. If you could do what he told you, if you could do what the defensive guys told you to do, you could play forever with Bud. So, anyway, how about them twins? Uh I tell you what, Pineda has looked great. Yes. That breaking ball of his, that slider has been great. He's throwing strikes. He, the trouble he ran into yesterday, you kind of feel was once the mound got wet. Mm-hmm. I don't think Michael's the guy you want landed on a wet mound. No, and that mound uh, was I, really wet. As I said on Twitter, right. he could cause a mudslide. You know, if he, uh, you know, when he's taking. I think his he stride. might have gained weight during the time off in pandemic. Oh God, he's big. He's big. It he's doesn't affect him, but gotta be three twenty-five, doesn't he? At least. Well, he's six eight. I he's got to be at least three twenty-five, not more. Oh God, yeah, he's a, he's a left tackle. He's uh, and uh, but man, he's throwing the ball good. That breaking ball is that slider. He's that slider is a strike long enough that they can't take it. I mean, he's not wild with it, and it whoosh, and then he's got the good sinkage too. And uh, at both times he pitched, he had a little, you know. When he kicked it in the cruise, man, it was easy. Rocco allowed him to throw more than 100 pitches yesterday. I know. And. Violating all Rocco shock rules. Shock of shock. Today, Dobnik, after his grueling 61 pitches, is being brought back on the fourth day, right? With Which might explain why he did yank him yes, out on yeah, that Friday did, now. That did. Because it felt weird. He was never going to, uh, he was never going to tell us that that was the reason, but, uh. That was. I got a know, question for you. That looks smart now. As a longtime baseball guy, yes. Explain to me what you just said, which is correct. Explain to me the strategic thinking of never of of now trying to put off who's going to be pitching for you as long as possible. Like, do teams really gear up three days in advance? Oh my God, we know who's coming up. Like, if you knew that Dominic was going to pitch against you and you were were the Cardinals, is that why he's doing it? Uh, did he, was it last, after the game yesterday? It was during the game they announced the game that Dobnik would start. But I'm just asking what the strategy is. Well, I think also it's part of the, uh, you know, they probably asked him, you feel okay. You know, I think it's part of the, you wait till, you wait till Monday morning and say, okay, you're going to, you're good to go tomorrow. So that, that could be part of it. But Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Uh, nobody's giving us any more information than uh, we want. Wait a minute. What's wrong? The Cardinals just gave DeAndre Hopkins fifty-four million. Yeah, they just gave him a huge contract. Which, by the way, he worked out by himself. There no agent fees. Two years. That's what it looks like. Two yeah. years. Yeah. They can't pay him twenty-seven million for two a, a year for two years <laughs> when they stink. What the hell? Well, well they don't I'm, really stink, huh? Are they going to they be don't good? stink that bad, yeah. Because Kyler Murray's a, I, I think he's a decent quarterback, if not pretty damn good. Yeah, no, I think they're going to be fine. Oh, okay, well, but DeAndre is a genius because he supposedly worked out this contract without the help of an agent, meaning doesn't have to pay any fees on the deal. Unlike Dante, 
Oh, who God. worked out one without an agent and got no cash. I hope DeAndre's you know getting what? some cash. The Dante contract's the first time that we realized how brilliant Brzezinski was. Yes. 100 yeah. million. 102 the headline, million. 102 million, million deal for Dante. Yeah. It was worth about $12. <laughs> yes, right. Guaranteed. The first year he got paid. Second year he got... Uh, By 2005, well, he held out of a practice because well, he got nothing left. Yes. Well, he, he found out he wasn't He found out he wasn't making any money. He then fired his agent and tried to do his own contracts, which was even a worse idea. Most, uh, most ridiculed... Extra good player in Viking history, Dante. Until 05, when he got hurt, he was pretty damn good. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, he yes. okay, fumbled once in a while because he had small hands, allegedly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, 04 is one of the greatest quarterback seasons in NFL history. It, it was a MVP-like year, yes. Yeah. Without Randy, right? Randy was gone, right? No, he was no, hurt, no. right? And then he he was traded after oh four, mm-hmm. before oh five he was traded to Oakland. But I think I think Moss missed substantial time in oh four with an injury. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and Burleson actually developed. Well, what year did? So Tyson got fired in oh five, right? That's what after Dante, Dante, after oh five. Yes. What, what yes, we sir. remember is yes. Dante's knee injury, but he was playing terrible. He was awful. But they one of the other big thing is they didn't have an offensive coordinator. They let Linehan leave. Yeah, and then poor Steve Lowe, nice Loney, guy, man. but he's an offensive line coach, and they were Red was playing. And he was doing cheap. both jobs. Yeah, Red was going cheap. And, That's a bad move in college, by the way. Yeah, and Steve, I don't think he'd ever been an offensive coordinator since high school. Yeah, hell of a guy, but oh, uh, great Iowa guy. He was a really, really good but, guy. Uh, yeah, they didn't, you know. But you're right about Dante. Dante was Dante had a run there where he was damn good, and he always competed. Mm-hmm. He was the only guy still trying in the forty-one donut game. Was he? He was running around trying to make plays, and he, I think he ended up throwing three interceptions, mostly because nobody were, was running any routes. They should have told he, him, don't worry about it. Nobody was Your running, teammates don't care. Nobody was running any routes uh, after that. Damn, I love that game. That's <laughs> That might be your favorite Minnesota sporting event of all Most time. Most fun. Which does say quite a bit about Most you, fun your in the press box at all time, because usually... I kind of have to carry the load for smart-ass remarks yes. in the press box. With Vikings officials Auto- right behind you, yes. by the way. I usually have to carry the load. But that day, even Seifert, the most ethical, yep. professional journalist I ever knew, yep. was cracking wise that day. It was so bad. 34 nothing at the half. It was beautiful. Yeah, and d- didn't you have uh, Brzezinski, Brzezinski right behind you? I Brzezinski at the men's room uh, at halftime and... Uh, he confronted me, and I said, 34 to nothing, Bob. What do you want us to do? Treat you with proper respect? You were favored to win this game. They were two-and-a-half-point favorites. That Giants team favorite. wasn't that good? No, they weren't, as they proved two weeks later. Yeah, they, right? were, they were not oh, a great like, team by any means. Well, that was... Kerry Collins, right? Yeah, the, the, but... But for some reason, the NFC was terrible that it year. It was. Because the Vikings. It was not I mean, good. the Vikings had a secondary off the street. And, yes. It was and, and they ended up being 11-5. and five. Yeah, Waswa. I, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite lines. I, I said, I said, uh, it's funny when you're walking down the streets of Minneapolis now and somebody's coming up and behind you, somebody just yells, Waswa. <laughs> 
that's wash my, wash my, wash my, wash my means look out behind you. Yes. We found out what Something's going to be passing you very <laughs> yes, soon. Right. There's somebody crawling. Somebody's going fast behind you. Look out. Something like that. So, yes. So, uh, my Islanders, I'm on the Islander bandwagon because of the uh, Minnesota connections. Yes, Brock Nelson, Anders Letty, Lee. Letty, Brock Nelson, Anders Letty, Lee. Yeah, Letty. Letty's The there. one that got away. He might He might not have had a good day. He might have been a minus last night, though. Oh, yeah. Eight to one. Yes. So the Lightning, after having the greatest team ever yep. last year and doing the all-time puke job mm-hmm. against Columbus in the first round, right? They come out, they go ahead three to nothing in the first game, yep. lose, and don't have a whipper, uh, are now going to win the cup. And and uh, Stamkos hasn't played since the return. You know, he's, he hasn't played in the playoffs. He might. And he's supposed to be their big center. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's had a little injury history here oh, in the yeah. last five years. But so. I'm just saying he's not playing, and they're no. playing fantastic. Yeah, well, 8-1, wow. Yeah, That's, that was uh, not what I expected. Now, is Dallas going to go to the cup finals? They very What's well. What's going on? They might. Oh, they're, they're no, they're not, are they that good? We thought they were at the beginning of the they season. They beat my Colorado's. Then we six, decided right? they weren't really that good. And when we decided that, they got good. Who's coaching hockey. them? Rick Bonus, who was the Winnipeg Hitch Jets. was there for a week, right? For a little while. Was he back there? He was back there, but he's been gone for a while now. Uh, they, they were being coached by the guy that coached Denver Armstrong. Okay. And then he was let oh, go because of, yes, of personal problems. Away from the rink, and Bonus, who was on his staff, took the job. But Rick Bonus goes back so far. He was he. I think his first job as a coach in the league was the Winnipeg Jets in the eighties, the old Jets. So he's the equivalent of uh, the guy in St. Louis who took over after Yo got fired. What's uh, Baruby? Baruby, yeah, who's just yeah. A but guy I mean, this guy's just just a, a guy, and they gave him the job, and now well, they're yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah. Right. but I mean, this guy's got to be he's got to be sixty five. The, uh, it's been around forever. The uh, Wild have kind of dropped off the... Uh, I haven't read a lot of Wild news since, uh, since, they, the got, bubble? since they got beat. Have you? No, there is, hasn't been a lot. Is there anybody, anything going on here? Um, so are there Eventually a trade, hopefully, for a center. Are they sending out, like... Is everybody sending out orders for their season ticket holders for next year? I do not for know For next that. season? I don't know what they're doing. That's a You probably can't do it. With them, because you don't know well, if it's going to be a 50-game season or a 60-game season. At or some point in time, season. my guy Bettman has to announce that the January 1st, 2021 Winter Classic at Target Field ain't being played, too. Yeah. Because they ain't playing well, that game. Unless now. that's their kickoff game. No. I w- I've heard it's not. Okay. And I've heard they ain't playing it. Because you can't do that. Like, you can't. The whole thing is to put as many people as possible Granted, outdoors. Yeah, right, right, right. But um, no, I don't know. I think they're going to start in early December. The problem is, it sounds like they're bound and determined to start in early December, Patrick, and play 82 games still. So they're going to try and consolidate. No. This thing's going to be. They can't play. They should play games. 60. Yes. I'd and, play 60. Well, the NBA sounds like they are they might not even make January 1, huh? Isn't that what. Uh, I thought they said they wouldn't make early December. I didn't know. I don't, don't no, know I if they've they said were January to make 1. Christmas but the draft got pushed back again yeah. already. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. 
Your point about the season tickets, I have no clue because I don't think the league knows when they can really get people back in arenas. I think they have no yes. clue. Yes, I don't think you can start taking people's money if you don't no. know if you don't know what the now the Vikings hmm? they've refunded you your season ticket money, but apparently if you pay if you were paying that PSA on time, you had to make your payment for this year. In other words, if you like you bought your PSA yep. and you financed it over however many years. You oh, know, you had to they pay. allowed you that. <laughs> you were supposed to make your annual payment. Okay, so I, I don't have old. to pay for my tickets, but I have to pay yeah, to hold the seat. So, well, I had to pay for my tickets, but now I'm. if you want your money back, you can have it. You can apply it the next year. But, right. but your PSA, you had to make your PSA payment, I heard. Also, what did the golfers do with that? I don't know what they did. Because they've got the same thing. Yeah. They don't call them personal seat license, but they call them something. Well, a uh, scholarship, oh, scholarship fund. fund. Yeah. Scholarship fund. Yeah. Which uh, that that proved very that proved very counterproductive for Coach uh, for uh, AD Ro- Teague. Who uh, just imagine what Teague would have tried to increase ticket prices this year was for winning the oh. Outback Bowl when he being Citrus Bowl runners up. He thought was causing the uh, the local population. Who's going to find Teague? Are, are we ever going to hear from Woody I, uh, again? Uh, his cell phone that I had. That he answered regularly is he's changed the number apparently. <laughs> he had at least two he's or three. Somewhere down in North Carolina, he's got a job. Yeah. He's doing something. But Tiggy and David Kahn. I'd like to hear from one of them. Kahn's was running a it started a pro basketball team in Paris, I believe. Okay. In the French league, because Paris did not have a team uh for some reason, and I believe he was trying to start a team in Paris. I don't know if that got off the ground. That's very David Kahn. He probably speaks French. Well, I'm sure he tries to pass himself <laughs> off as speaking French, even if he doesn't. Oh, I, I I'm sure he puts that. it on. I miss that guy. Well, yeah, he gave you one of the greatest quotes of all time on the radio. So Tibbs told me he'd do an interview with me, right? Yeah. I've been trying to get Tibbs, and I, you know, exchanging texts and stuff, but the Knicks won't let him talk yet. Why? Because they've gotten many requests from the New York media, and I, I don't know what they're waiting for. Can't they just stick him on a Zoom? Well, I don't want him on a Zoom. No, not no. you. I'm saying for them so that he can talk. Yeah, but I so gotta, you can call. I, I got to think the New York basketball writers who are a feisty bunch all want him by themselves. So, but I would think in New York you could sit him down somewhere and have guys come in for their you know yeah. wear their masks and have their own half hour, right? You would think so. With yeah, each of them. But uh, I was hoping to. I was hoping to. Get a nice column on the man who took us to the playoffs. <laughs> wow. Just with a with a star player who this, now is thriving in Miami. Oh, by the way, a star player who might win the NBA title, right? By hook or by crook, man, he doesn't care how. Well, they're uh, yeah, the Bucks are lucky well, to win a Bucks game. Are on life support. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is hurt, and, uh, and they win without him. But uh, that's weird. That's. Uh, that's, you know, if, if they go, that'll Milwaukee that'll just crush them, man. They because they're worried about keeping him, of yes. course. And uh, if they, you know, that's that league's got to figure out something. They got to figure out something to keep from creating these all star teams. But I guess it's good for. TV I don't know ratings. the people. Yeah, I don't well, know. I read, want to, I read something. Their TV ratings are terrible. They're this not year. good. But I don't. I mean, but they were terrible 
Before? Before. Because, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen the stories that they have not been good in the in the bubble playoff. But I don't know that they want to stop superstar teams. I think they like that stuff because it's so much more about players now than teams. I don't think they care about teams. Yeah, that's right. Well, that is true for national TV ratings, but what, what does it do to the 18 markets that have no hope to ever win anything? I We're mean, cute. a town like Milwaukee, they they work, they put this team together, they build a new arena, they support this team like nuts. That whole area down there thrives. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, uh, you know, your superstar is going to leave and you're not going to get anything in return. And if you trade him, you're going to end up making a Kevin Garnett deal. So you never you, – you can't – basketball, you can't replace superstars. You can't, you can't trade superstars because – can't, You're not going to get them. There's, yeah. there's, right. there's 12 of those guys. Yep. You know, yep. and you can't. But when, when is the last time in this town that you have heard anybody outside of us mention the Timberwolves? I mean, it's like they're gone right now. Yeah. I, I well, When they got the number one thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, over the pick, people say, oh, look at this. But, yeah, that's. Yeah, You're right. That was a couple of days. They're hurting. They're hurting. I think, uh, I think the wild going out. You know they were gonna they were gonna suffer mm-hmm. uh, at the season tickets to some degree, and then uh, I, I think that people have forgotten that they played good, you know, and that maybe I should renew or not. I I got I got a hunch that uh, I got a hunch both now obviously they're being better shape than the wolves will be, but I got a hunch that if we ever get out of this damn thing, yeah, the whole world's gonna be different. I well, mean the twins will. There's got to be corporations that are not going to have oh, suites God, yes. that used to have suites. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the Vikings to get their money, and everybody else in town will be scrambling. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, but as far as uh, as far as suites go and things like that, I got to think that it's going to be a huge battle to try and sell those things. Uh, back to the Twinks. Oh yeah, you're right about that. I I don't know. I mean, you know, twins, uh, twins. Well, corporations got to ma- answer to their. Yeah, to a lot of them got to answer to stockholders, and they're going to be saying, "Ah, you know, you can't lay off all these employees and then have a suite at the Vikings." <laughs> We're on the fifty-yard line, baby. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So uh, Donaldson, with the bad calf, seems to be moving fairly well. Uh, <laughs> you you don't know. How long that's going to last, and he isn't hitting yet. But uh, boy, he made a nice play at third base when they won the ball game. That uh, and then they ended up not turning the double play. But uh, he he looks he looks better than I was. That's why they're so careful, Pat? I know. That's why Rocco won't play unless. And he's... you notice how he's running? He's running like Jim Tomey. Yes, did run. He hit he's, a double and he did that. He hits that gate yep. and he's staying in it. He's not, yeah. He's not going to hustle it not, through. Not grinding. Which is smart. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We don't want you. We don't. Uh, hey, you're not here to hit the. You know to beat out that infield hit, John. That, that yeah, Mr. Donaldson, Josh. That uh, the Buxton walk off to shortstop to win yeah. Saturday. Have that's you ever seen anything ground close ball. to that before? That's to walk a, off again. That's a routine ground ball. Or to end a game. No, it's unbelievable. It's. I mean, when you see him hit it, you say, "Oh, he's out." Yeah, I thought I thought he'd make it close by a step; he'd be out. But right. one of his giant strides, right? It's unbelievable. The shortstop could have charged well, that, the ball, but he did nothing else wrong. No, and that double yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, a little off the pitcher. Yeah, off the pitcher. And he never stopped. Double. No, just uh, but uh, 
it, you know, most guys hit that ball they hit. Don't don't take off mm-hmm. thinking they got a chance to beat it out. So they don't, you know, they no, don't, I, they don't leave the plate like he did. No, I mean that was what was amazing. It was, you know, kind of when you get jammed a little bit like that, your tendency is he was, I mean, boom. He mm-hmm. was gone right away. And, and just kept going. That's what he does. That's what. But, I mean, it is so much fun to watch that. Oh, God. Yeah. He's. Uh, he ended the game so... with a ground ball to shortstop. It makes no sense. <laughs> no. They, uh, uh, and they and they are so much better in the field when he plays, too. Oh. Yeah. Because you know what? Then diving oh, Jake. Jake Cove. Cave. Cave. Cove. COVID. He reminds me of COVID. <laughs> Excuse me. Jake Cave. <laughs> Uh, is pretty good. He's okay in right field. He makes goes over, makes a play. He doesn't dive as often, and he doesn't center field. Can't play center field. He's okay in right field. Yeah, because he's diving Jake in center field. But the other guy's a better player. Wade? I've been saying it all along. You're Lamont right. Wade. A lot of people. Yes. Gets walks. Phil's said the same thing. Gets walks. Jake DePew said the same thing. Yeah. Twelve pitch at bat on a ground out to first yeah. shows that he's got a good clue of what he's doing. Oh yeah. He, well, you look at his walk totals. Yeah. 60, 70 walks a year, you know, and not. But his arm in right field is not as good as Cave, and I think that's what Rocco wants. Although I will say this, Rooker can DH. Don't put that poor guy in right. He doesn't play right. He got no clue what he's doing in right. I don't even know if I want to play him in left. But he did, you know what? He looks like a. Oh, we got to end with that. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't look intimidated, though. No, he? but he's just got no. At, at the plate. No, no, no. In in right though, he's got no clue. Him All right. or Josh Willingham, who do you like? In the outfit. I hate to say this, but I guess <laughs> Willingham. Because he would just sort of turn around and watch the ball. He wouldn't go try and well, dive. No, Willingham had the same problem as Cave. When the ball was on the ground, he was out a lot. <laughs> yeah, the okay. ball was on the ground. All right, yes. last thing, the left fielder. I've decided to embrace the Rosario experience because sure. they're not going to do anything about no, it. No, and yeah, you're bad. everybody's bad-mouthing him after Sunday and yesterday. He's, you know, he, the ball's ricocheting out there. <laughs> and then he wins the game. I know. Then he hits a, then he hits some pitch he can't hit, and he hits it right down the line, and it scores three runs. I'm all in now. Yeah, oh, hell yes, I am too. It's one of the great, it's one of the most entertaining things. Just, what is he going to do? I just need a nickname. I got Disco Dan. Yep. I need some, uh, some musical, yeah, uh, variety that comes in front of Eddie. I can't find one with an E. I, I was looking up, you know, Hispanic Spanish music styles and salsa Eddie just doesn't work. No, you it's got to be it's got to be an E, right? Maranga, Maranga Dis- Eddie. Disco Dan. And, and yeah, I mean I I need something with alliteration for Eddie. No, I got you. I hear you. There you how about a Rumbo Rosario? Rumbo you know, some some damn we'll, thing cuz he on is that. That's good. cuz he is disco. Oh god, yeah. He's disco. It's Dan. so much fun to watch. Ground ball the short. What do you do, baby? If you're on second, Take off and get thrown out at third, man. My favorite one was... Arise has got a little of that in him, too, by the way. My favorite one was a couple days back, I think it was early in the series against the Tigers, where Rosario is dead to rights between second and third, and he looks at Buxton on first and yeah, motions, like, you go second! Yeah, you go to yeah, second! Right, trying to act like he did it's it on like, purpose. No, no, you got no Why point. did he get thrown out going to third yesterday? Who knows? And the best no, part was he just he, stopped. He was stopped. Well, he's around second, and he's, like, standing there and says, well, they might throw at the plate. I might... 
They could have thrown at the plate and still throw him out at third. I have no idea. Yep. And the good thing about it is, neither does he. No. <laughs> and he has played six years at Target Field and had no idea what the ground rule was. No. I'm, no. I'm embracing it all. No, although I, neither did I. I thought I didn't either, but no. Gladden and Provis knew immediately, and Gladden's response on the air is great. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> I love Gladdy. Oh, yeah, Eddie's oh, still Eddie. out there looking like he's picking up rocks. Unbelievable. Throw the ball in. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, bye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.